Welcome to episode four of the TNT podcast, TNT, TNT, TNT. I am your uh, co-host, friendly neighborhood co-host, Timothy. I got my brother from another mother here with me. Uh, go on ahead and introduce yourself. Yeah, it's your boy, Talorian, as usual. Uh, welcome to the fourth episode of the TNT podcast. Let's get to it. Yeah, man. Happy to be here. We got a whole lot of stuff to discuss today. I know I said that on the last episode, but uh, I really mean it this time. We got a lot of stuff to discuss. So, yeah. Yeah, man. I hope y'all uh, stick around and listen, you know, to the whole thing. Um, I hate to uh, start this episode this way uh, with bad news. I don't want to start it with negativity, um, but we should just get go ahead and get it out the way in the beginning. Um Rest in peace and condolences to uh, Bronx MC Fred the Godson. Uh, he passed away, I want to say, last Friday due to the uh, coronavirus. So uh, rest in peace to him. Uh, he he did a lot of stuff with uh, a lot of uh, it, uh, New York MCs. Uh, Griselda, he did a lot of stuff with Griselda. He's collaborated with Pusha T, collaborated with Jim Jones from Dipset. Um, he's done a lot of stuff, uh, for the state of New York. So I just want to say condolences and rest in peace to Fred, the godson. And while I'm on this subject, I might as well just go on ahead and just go all the way. Uh, rest in peace to, um, pop smoke, uh, mm-hmm. died. Yeah. 20 years, way too young. Uh, very, very talented. Uh, if y'all haven't checked out Meet the Woo 2, uh, I would definitely recommend to go check that album out. It was a great project. Uh, very, very talented young brother right there. So rest in peace to him. Uh, rest in peace to Juice World. Uh, rest in peace to everybody, man. Rest in peace to Nipsey Hussle. Rest in peace to Mac Miller. Rest in peace to all of the creative, you know, musical artists that we've lost within, you know, the past two to three years. Man, yeah, I, I agree, man. Uh, yeah, I just want to send my condolences uh, to Fred the Godson. Um, yeah, this COVID-19 thing is really crazy. Uh, everybody just stay safe. Uh, keep washing your hands. Just take all preliminary precautions. And uh, yeah, man, uh, RIP to all of those great artists because they have definitely inspired me in some way, shape, or form. So uh yeah condolences to all of those families and uh yeah may their music and legacy live on 100 100 and i've seen you know i hate to even be saying this but i've seen the the stories about scarface man scarface is supposedly mm-hmm. on dialysis right now uh same. Due, all that same thing yeah due to COVID 19 and you know, it's really serious, man. Like people should really take this this disease, virus, whatever you want to call it, more serious. You know, take precautions, stay home, um, just do everything that you can to try to to try to be safe, man. We're we're losing we're losing a lot of people out here, and you know, like I said on the past couple of episodes, condolences to everybody in the world that's lost a close friend, a family member, anybody that you've lost to COVID nineteen. This is very a very very serious matter. Please stay in the house, stay clean. I know I said it before, take 30 showers a day, do what you got to do to uh, stay healthy. And I uh, hope that that Scarface uh, gets better during this time. Man, for real, that is a, that is a legend right there. We, we need him to get better and recover fast. Uh, so, yeah, my condolences to him. 
uh, prayers for him and everything. So definitely. Yeah. And while we're on this, this subject, Texas uh, is planning on reopening on Friday. I don't know. Did you see that? Yes, I did. I, I definitely saw that. I've been actually talking to a couple of people that have been uh, telling me about that. And, and I've been seeing it everywhere. So, yeah, I, I saw that about Texas. Yeah, I just want to let everybody know right now, y'all won't be seeing me nowhere. <laughs> Man, I don't I don't know when they're going to uh, start doing things as far as California. Uh, it seemed like they said May, but uh, I'm just waiting to see. But uh, I'm going to be one of those people that are mm, – I'm still going to be staying in after everybody then went out. I'm going to give it a little more time uh, to just see because rushing back out, while this is still going on, it's, it's pretty dangerous. So I'm aware. Absolutely not. Yeah. So yeah, I'm absolutely I'm, not. Yeah. I'm, I'm wait. Yeah. I'm gonna wait it out. I got to wait it out. So yeah. Stay in the house, please stay clean. Do what you gotta do. But anyway, um, I guess we should just go ahead and jump in here. Um, did you get a chance to check out the, Uzi album. Uh, yes, I did, and I loved it actually. Yeah, it's it's actually, man, like because he was gone, he was absent for about three years. I think uh, what was it? Love is Rage two dropped in twenty seventeen. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't really know what to expect, but yeah, I I agree with that that same sentiment. I think the album is amazing. I think he snapped on the whole entire project. Um. Did you get a chance to actually listen to both of them, though? Because he did drop the Eternal Take, but he also dropped the deluxe version of it. So it's really like, I don't know, it's like 30 tracks, I think, or maybe 40. Um, actually, I just went straight to the deluxe version, so I listened to the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, straight to the deluxe. Yeah, I saw that he he had a, a lot of features on that deluxe version. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't get through the whole entire deluxe version, but I did get through the main uh, version of the album, the eternal take part of the album. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I thought a lot of people were saying that they were really underwhelmed with it. But honestly, I, I really thought he snapped on the whole project. And again, you know how much I like when albums don't have features on them. Um, yeah. I think he only had uh, on the on the non deluxe version. He only had one feature with uh, Sid from the Internet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That That was a great feature. That was a great song. 100. Um, and I think, again, like I said earlier, he snapped. He was snapping on the whole album. So it really just kind of makes me want to open that whole conversation about, you know, mumble rappers. Um, I don't really think Uzi is or should be considered a mumble rapper because I understood everything he was saying when he was rapping. And I think he was snapping on the level of like this as far as being I don't really want to call him a lyricist. But he he was rapping like a lyricist. You know, that's so funny you said it exactly like that. You you literally said what I was thinking. When I heard the album, I didn't feel like I was listening to mumble rap. I, I felt like I was listening to a good artist that was just, um, I mean, of course, not a lyricist, but a good artist that know how to put words together creatively. So, but definitely uh, he he snapped. He definitely snapped. I was, I was, I wasn't totally shocked, but this might be the best Uzi album I've heard, honestly. I I could I could agree with that. Um, Love is Rage 2 
was a dope project to me, but I think there was a lot of stuff on that album that Uzi was maybe trying to do like a little bit differently. And I think this album kind of got back to the Uzi that, that I love, you know, mm-hmm. just, just that, that um, he, he gave you the rapping and then he also gave you the, the melodic stuff. And I think, I think Uzi, I think Uzi is the king of melodies when it comes to like these new age rappers, new generation mm-hmm. of rappers. I think Uzi is the king. Uh, I think Uzi has melodies on lock better than, uh, you know, him and him and young thug, him and young thug I really have to say that young thug, him and young thug are like the best when it comes to melodic uh, type sounds. Yeah. 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 I think, yeah. And you know, a lot of people would, would say that future is the king, but honestly, I think it's really start. It's really time for us to start having a different conversation about Lil Uzi because not only did he snap on the whole album, he actually he did numbers. You know, he did he did 300k mm. first week with the, you know the main album, and then he I think he also did another 200k with the deluxe version of the album. So he man, he that's that's crazy. Yeah. That's like Drake numbers right there. Yeah, he's we got to have a different conversation about Uzi because Uzi. He's he's one of those artists, man. Like he, he again, like I said, he he disappeared for three years. Everybody was wanting the album, and then he came back this year in 2020 and still was able to do those numbers. And that's not a lot of these artists that are that are within the the same like his his peers, Lil Uzi's peers, are not mm-hmm. doing those numbers. They they're definitely not like um like Yachty and people like that. They're not doing Uzi numbers. Uzi is literally doing <laughs> numbers like Kendrick and and Drake, and I would have never thought he did th- like he would do those kind of numbers. But man, he 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 even shocked me. But now, but when I listen to the album, I see why he did those numbers. Yeah, yeah, and it man, like the the album is great, but like I still always just wonder what makes people like Uzi so much more than somebody like Young Thug because it's just like what we just said like Young Thug also is great when it comes to that melodic stuff but why isn't Young Thug doing the same doing the same numbers that Uzi is doing like what like it it, it just makes me wonder like what 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 it is about Uzi that kind of just makes everybody like flock to his music I wonder I don't know um Maybe it's just his energy as a person or something. I don't know. Cause it seemed like a lot of people I know or have met and uh when they've been to like a Uzi concert or something, it's just like he just has a certain type of hype around his name that just certain artists just don't have that seem like they would be bigger than him, but it's just it's like they don't be having the same amount of hype, but it's something it's just something about Uzi that people just flock to. I don't know if it's the look. I don't know if it's the, the energy. I, it's, it's something. I guess he just has the whole package to them. So it, they they love Uzi, though. They love him. Yeah, and I, I was thinking that, too. I was thinking maybe it could be the image. But then when you look at somebody like Young Thug who came in wearing dresses and, you know, he had the whole feminine thing going on. And then now you see Uzi. Uzi doesn't necessarily wear dresses, but it's just a whole ensemble that he kind of has like he he you know he has upside down crosses you know he has the uh, the uh 
the the nose ring, like the bull nose ring, and it's just all these different things. It's just I don't know. I mean, I mean, maybe it is the image. Maybe maybe that's more of a, like uh, becoming more of a thing now, where people are starting to embrace just being yourself in hip hop. You know, because in hip hop, a lot of a lot of the times you know, people didn't really embrace it when an artist was just being themselves. I think kind of, I think Drake kind of opened up the doors. Well, I wouldn't say that he opened up the doors for that, but he, I think Drake kind of put it like on a mainstream level, you know, for it to be okay for it to be yourself. Yeah, because Uzi is almost like a rock star in hip hop. It's kind of crazy. Like he kind of gives you a a rock star vibe in a way. I agree. I agree a hundred percent. So yeah, the image he has is just is definitely I think has a big part of his success for sure. Yeah, but shout out to Uzi, man. Uzi, we we look forward to hearing more music. Eternal Take is a dope album, dope artwork. Um, I thought I thought it was well worth the wait. Um, a lot of people didn't didn't agree with that, but I, I thought it was well worth the wait. I thought he snapped, you know, from song one. I, I really like that. You better move. I think mm-hmm. that you better move record is is fucking dope. Um, I really like the Chrome Heart Tag song. Uh, that's the record that Chief Keef actually produced. Um, oh, that, yeah, that was fire. That was fire. That, yeah, that beat that beat is crazy. Like Chief Keef, I want that really makes me want to hear more. Uh, Chief Chief Keef do more production on like more albums and stuff like that because that 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 mm-hmm. beat was insane to me. Yep. He he. Yeah, Uzi and. Uh, keep together is that's a great combo. If if uh, Uzi is rapping and uh, Keith is doing production on his stuff, uh, that is definitely a dope collab. One hundred percent, man. Uh, I wonder what a uh, uh, Chief Keith and like Lil Uzi like full produced album by Chief Keith would sound like. I think that would be dope. That'd be pretty fire, I think. Because I've always, I don't know if you ever really got into Chief Keith's music like that, but I remember when his first project came out i was i was on that album hard like i'm talking about like like i was listening to that album like every every day like that album was hard and i think chief keith is one of those guys that's always had amazing amazing production like production that i just want to hear other people rap over so i think that would be a dope project just a project of little uzi rapping over all uh, uh chief keith beats you know what's so funny about that I've I've never gotten into Chief Keef like that. Like it's a couple songs here and there that I like, but I can a hundred percent agree with he has some of the best production I've ever heard. I've never really listened to Chief Keef for lyrics, but production wise, yeah, he definitely has the best production. Some of the best production I've heard. Yeah, him and him and Soldier Boy. You know, I know I know it's un, it's an unpopular opinion to bring Soldier Boy's name into it, but Soldier Boy to me mm-hmm. is, is I have him high on like it in terms of the younger generation, Soldier Boy's production to me has always just been next level to me. Facts. I definitely straight facts. I I've always thought that for years. Yeah. But uh yeah, shout out to Lil Uzi. But what what's 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 this issue with Uzi and Cardi? I'm and <laughs> Cardi. I don't want to get anybody confused. I'm talking about Playboy Cardi, not Cardi B. Yeah, man. I, I'm still trying to figure out what this whole beef is about. I just I just know I keep reading and hearing things that they're cool, but they're not cool, but they are. 
Uh, I, I even read a tweet where Uzi said, we fought and we good now. Like, I'm just trying to figure out what the whole beef is about. Uh, yeah, man, I, I've been trying to, i just been trying to figure it out what's been going on with them. Like, why, why are they so back and forth with their, uh, I guess their brotherly relationship? I don't know what's going on with them. Yeah, that's, that's a weird one right there. Cause I'm trying to figure out if this is like all a marketing scheme or a marketing plan. Uh, they, I don't know if you, did you ever, uh, listen to Playboy Cardi, like his solo stuff at all? Uh, I think I've only heard of like songs here and there, but I might have to just, you know, sit down and actually listen to his music. But what about you? You Have you listened to like uh, whole projects by him? Yeah, his first project that he came out with, he had a couple of records on there with him and Uzi together. And I thought it was a, a pretty dope uh, project. Um, he's kind of changed up his style a little bit. He doesn't sound the same as he used to. But it's just weird to see those two being frequent collaborators. And now we're just kind of in this place where it's like, what the what the hell is going on with these guys? But that that first Cardi uh, project came out in 2017, I believe. Mm -hmm. And then they were actually supposed to do a collab album together. And I think this is kind of where it got weird. Mm -hmm. Um, They were supposed to do a collab project together because the two records that he had that Cardi had on his uh, first project, everybody loved them too as a duo because they, they both go together. Like they, they both complement each other. Great. When they're on songs together. So it only makes sense for them, you know, to want to make a project together. So um, there was rumors for a long time that those two were going to make a project together. And Mm -hmm. then it just never happened. You know, they would always speak highly of each other in interviews and, um, they would always just talk about how they're they're fans of each other, but the project just never came. And then I think it was 2019, whenever people started asking on Twitter, what's going on with you and Cardi, uh, referring to Uzi. Mm. Um, they started asking what's going on with you and uh, Cardi and Uzi said that there was no issue. There was no beef between the two. And um, another fan asked um, why why those two have not made any music together, why they haven't put anything out. And Uzi responded and basically said, I can't find Cardi anywhere. Like, I don't know where he's at. I don't know what he's doing. I don't know where he is. Nobody knows where this guy is. Mm. And the fan basically said, because another thing also, um, Uzi and Cardi, one of them, I don't know who said it, one of them said that they have like a thousand songs together recorded already. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's so, crazy. So one of the fans just asked, well, if you have so much music together, why don't you just put it out? Like, why do you have to find where he's at? Why do you have to find? So I think that that's the part that kind of like made everybody believe, like, what's going on with these two? Like, why? Like, what's going on? Is there a beef or what's going on? Yeah, because if you have that amount of music together, there must be a problem because nothing is being put out and it seemed like when people's relationships are off i guess in music i mean i'm not in the music business or whatever but it just seemed like from what i've seen it seemed like when two people are really cool and then when they don't get cool if they had a bunch of music together it just doesn't get released it's just like sitting in a vault somewhere or on a flash drive somewhere you just be like I guess we might not hear that music or it might not see the light of day because they're 
not at good terms with each other right now. So I, I hope they make amends and and figure it out because I would definitely love to hear how that would sound for uh, them together releasing maybe eat, like multiple projects if they want to. So that would be interesting. But yeah, it's just like I guess everyone is just trying to figure out what's going on because it's like when somebody like or when fans like when two people collaborate, they want to hear more and more music. And if there's so much music as they say it is, then I know people are just ready. So I, I hope they figure it out. Yeah, because I can't imagine like, you know, what a project with those two would sound together. I think that would be I think that would be pretty dope. But uh, just going back to the timeline, um, so that that happened with the fan. The fan asked that question, and then Cardi, I guess, posted on Twitter, or no, I think a fan had asked Uzi when they're going to collab together, and then that led Uzi to say, "I believe if, I'm probably wrong with this with this whole timeline, but I think Uzi was saying that he wasn't going to drop." any music until Cardi dropped. He was going to drop the same day that Cardi dropped. So that kind of made it to where, like, I guess Uzi was kind of try- kind of trolling, I guess. So yeah. that this is why this yeah. is why this whole situation is just confusing because he because Uzi has just been trolling the whole time and nobody really knows, like, what the issue is or if there really is a beef or if this is all just fabricated to sell records. I don't, I don't know what it is, but it led Cardi to – uh, drop a song titled Meh or it's stylized as at Meh. <laughs> and so I, what people are thinking is the song is is saying at me, like at me, like at me on your, like say my name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like all of this is just uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like all of this is, is just to get I guess people talking and people riled up just to get attention uh, and, you know, just for publicity, like just kind of to just shed more light, I guess, on themselves. Cause you know, people love hype. People love to hear what's going on. So that definitely probably had people talking and it just, it just kept their names just out there, you know? Yeah. And in the song, I mean, I'm, I'm not even going to lie. I, I, I fucks with Cardi, but that meh, at meh, whatever the hell it is, <laughs> that, that shit was trash. It was a trash song. And mm-hmm. I think people need to, need to be careful because I think Cardi, and for everybody who forgot out there, I know you remember seeing Rich the Kid being chased down the street. Oh, by little- God. You know what's so funny? <laughs> when we were talking, since we've been talking about uh, – Uzi and Cardi, that's what I thought about too. I thought about when him and Rich the Kid had their thing going on. I was like, I don't know what's what it is about Uzi. It's like he just he always have a beef or like he didn't fault somebody or about to fight somebody. But yeah, I definitely saw that video. Yeah, I know we all remember that. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know what if there really is a beef. I know I don't I don't really want to see a video of Cardi getting chased down the streets of Philly or wherever the hell. Rich the Kid was at, and then I know we seen right after that, uh, he was about to get tossed over the the counter of whatever restaurant they were at. So I don't, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know why these people keep keep messing with Uzi because Uzi is he ain't no he ain't no bitch. Nah, he's not, man, for real. 
He ain't no bitch. And then on top of that, I mean, the the disc record that he dropped to Risk the Kid was hard too. So I think mm-hmm. Uzi is, is is about that shit that he be talking. Yeah, yeah. I, I've now I've noticed Uzi will say things and he will definitely back it up with action. He he backs it he backs it up with action and he backs it up with words. It's it's kind of crazy. So it's like uh, Uzi's probably not the person to deal with when it comes to I guess as far as like you know these uh, quote unquote mumble rappers. But of course, if it's a real deal MC, I ain't Uzi probably don't want to mess with them. But uh, but when it comes to these other people, yeah, they they don't really want to mess with Uzi when it comes to that type of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, and the the disc so the disc record came out and then he Uzi actually quoted it on Twitter and said I think he said like just meh like as if he was saying like the song is just meh. <laughs> that's clever. Like that's pretty that's clever. Good. So that's what made people like re- like think like there there must be there must be something like between like there must be a beef. There's something going on, man. And then the story came out of them supposedly meeting up somewhere and fist fighting, and now they're cool again. Yeah, because I, I read a tweet where where Uzi was like, "Yeah, me and him fought, and uh, we're cool now." Blah 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 blah. And I was like, "Whoa, okay." Like they actually threw hands. I, I was like, "That's pretty crazy." And he just literally be putting it out there for the public, like, "Yeah, we fought." But now we're good. We're brother. That's my brother. Blah blah blah. I was just like, yeah, it's, it's kind of it's a crazy situation. But it's like, are they really good? Like, did they really squash it, or is it just they just saying that, or is he just saying that? So it just it's kind of just making you wonder what's really going on between them. I'll say one thing: if this is all for publicity and it's all just to sell some records or help Cardi sell records or whatever. They should definitely put the video out in the footage out so we can see it. <laughs> that would be interesting to see. That would definitely be interesting to see. Um, I definitely yeah. would like to see that footage. Um, you know, I, 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 me personally, I, I think that this could potentially be a way for those two to sell records. But then again, if the footage doesn't come out, then maybe it really was a beef. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know about Uzi and Cardi. Shout out to both of them. I hope they continue to make great music together. Um, they've made a lot of great music together already. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, look, all we can do is wait and see what happens. Yeah, shout out to Uzi and Cardi. <sighs> oh man, have you seen this this Kanye finally becoming a billionaire story? Yes, I have. And uh, I, I don't know how much you've been following Kanye, but I've been still following him um, since all of this, uh, all the things he's been doing, like all the different things he's been doing as far as, you know, Wyoming and all of that other stuff. But, yeah, I've been following this story and it's it's kind of crazy to me. They It's saying like he went past Jay-Z as far as billionaire status. So what do you think about that? Like, do you believe that? Do you think that happened? I believe it to a degree. I think his his stake in his Yeezy company is what they're referring to. I don't necessarily know 
if Kanye himself is actually a billionaire or if his company Yeezys is just worth a billion. So I'll have to do a little bit more research with that because I don't want to just jump out there and just be like, oh, Kanye is, you know, the next billionaire and now he's worth more than I don't really want to say all that yet. I know Yeezys, his shoes, the company has made over a billion dollars, but I don't know if he is worth a billion dollars. Now, my question for you is we've been seeing Kanye kick and scream and holler and cry like a little baby since the Yeezus album came out in 2013 that nobody mm-hmm. wanted to help him and give him money and all this blah, 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 blah. Do you think that this is finally – I don't know how to put this. Is this finally going to get Kanye to shut up? I, think, I don't know if it'll get him to shut up. I mean, it might get him to be – quiet a little bit longer but Kanye's natural personality is he's just outspoken but on the uh the different topics where he that he was talking about as far as uh you know people not helping him and talking about the different people that won't help him I'm pretty sure he's gonna leave that alone since he actually if he if he is a billionaire like they're saying he is then it's probably a lot of things he is going to be quiet about but um, I, just his natural personality, he he might not be quiet long. And if he is, if he just don't say anything hardly anymore, then uh, I'll be shocked because I'll be like, man, I guess him being a billionaire did change him a lot as, as far as him being outspoken because Kanye, just his actual self he's a pretty outspoken person so i would actually be shocked if he didn't say anything but i don't know if that's gonna i think that's gonna make him be quiet maybe on certain topics maybe but i feel like kanye just being kanye he's going to talk regardless that's just him that's his that's his personality yeah i don't I don't necessarily support Trump Kanye, but the only reason why I asked you that question is because he's been complaining about not being able to get into certain industries and not Mm -hmm. being able to be let into certain industries and, you know, the clothing and all that, you know, stuff that he was ranting about uh, a Mm -hmm. couple of years ago. So I just, I just want to know, is this finally going to, because now he, because what he wanted was to become a billionaire and he wants Mm -hmm. to, to, to own, you know, what, what he's created. So now I just want to know if this is finally going to satisfy the madman that is Kanye West. Yeah, I, I just feel like until he get all the things he wants, he's going to talk regardless, even billionaire Kanye. And um, I wonder would him... With him talking, like, is it just, will it ruin anything like further in the future? It's just like you just don't know when it comes to Kanye. Just, and you know, I'm a huge Kanye fan, but it's just like, you know, something, sometimes he'll say something and, you know, it's just, I don't know if it gets taken out of context or if people just, they're like, I can't deal with this man. But I think some things he might say, it might 
it might mess him up for the future. And he's probably done that. You know, he's done that already where it's been some stuff that he probably lost certain deals because of things he said. And uh, he, he didn't know it would do it, but I guess he didn't care. But I, I think in Kanye's mind, uh, it's almost like a classism thing. Like it's like the new racism to him. So it's like he's trying to get into all of these different companies, but it, it's like a like it's just, I guess, to him, the new form of racism, him being denied so much. So but all we can do is wait and see what Kanye has to do. I know they say he's working on a uh, music and like an album or whatever, but yeah, this should be this should be interesting to see if you know if he's actually a billionaire. If he is, that's pretty awesome that he actually reached billionaire status. But uh, hopefully, I don't know. We I, I got to do a little bit more research on it. But from what I've been hearing, it's like he he surpassed people like Jay Z, and he's actually a billionaire. So. All we could do is just literally wait and see what else comes out about Kanye and uh, and just go from there, really. Yeah, and the only reason why I question it is because I remember a couple of years back, they had jumped out the window and said that Dr. Dre was hip-hop's first billionaire, but it the story actually came out that, you know, it was the Beats headphones that was worth that much. I can't remember what the story was, but it, in actuality, really? it wasn't that Dr. Dre was hip-hop's first billionaire. He was just, I guess his his uh, stake in in the beats, I guess, was like a billion dollars. It was worth a billion dollars. Yeah. Like that. I can't remember yeah. the story exactly. Yeah. I remember reading about that, and it was a thing where I thought he reached billionaire status too, and it was like really just he got a percentage of that money, and I think he still wasn't a billionaire yet. I think it was still like his net worth was like 800 million or something like that, but yeah, I remember them saying he was the first billionaire, but it wasn't where he was a billionaire. It was just like it, the beats had sold so much that it had reached like over a billion dollars or whatever, but they were claiming that he was a billionaire. But yeah, that's what I said. All we can do is wait to see if he's actually a billionaire. And if he is, that's kind of, that's pretty crazy. Yeah. Yeah. If he is, you know, that's dope. That's great. I, you know, I want to see, um, you know, black brothers be successful like him. I just, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. It's just, you know, for the past couple of years, I haven't really been as supportive of Kanye as I used to be. You know, I used to think Kanye was the greatest thing ever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, man, I know, man, you was uh, Kanye fanatics. And then, you know, some stuff he'll do and be like, I don't support that. But, yeah. Yeah, yeah I just think, I think he, he, he can be a bit contradictory at times. You know, I used to, Mm-hmm. I used to listen to him rant about, you know, wanting to be let into certain industries. And, you know, you can't just walk into these industries and, you know, walk in and be at the top of, mm-hmm. you know, a certain industry just because you're a genius at music, you know. But I don't mm-hmm. I don't want to get into all that. That's that's you know, that's an old, old conversation. Um, you know, if he, if he is a billionaire, you know, salute to Kanye. Hopefully you, we can get some secular music, you know, from you. <laughs> um, don't think it's going to happen. I really don't want to hear any more Jesus is King, to be honest with you. Um, I love Jesus, but, you know, not Jesus is King. Yeah, we'll just have to wait and see. Um, I don't know. I don't I don't know if Kanye is going back, man. We'll, we'll have to see, but I, I doubt it. I don't think he's going to go back to secular Kanye. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't I don't think so either. But, you know, a brother can always hope. <laughs> 
speaking of Kanye, though, uh, two people that uh, decided that they want to form a group together that are fruit off of Kanye's tree, uh, Cuddy and Travis Scott. Man, how do you how do you feel about them possibly being a group together? Um, I think that would actually be like one of the most amazing things, actually, because, uh, you know, of course, you know, like we were just saying about Kanye, Kanye is amazing. And then, you know, Kid Cudi, uh, Kid Cudi and Kanye, you know, they they work together a lot. And, you know, Kid Cudi was signed to Kanye for a little bit. Then they uh, they did an album together, Kid See Ghosts. And I've heard songs with Travis and Kid Cudi with Travis and Kanye and uh and in a sense they're almost like the same type of artists in a way cuz I always said Travis Scott to me was like Kanye like a mixture of Kid Cudi and Kanye uh with more grimy sounding beats and so it's almost like when you hear Kid Cudi and Kanye and you hear Travis, it's like you're hearing similar artists. They and they still all three got their like different sounds, but I think that'll be a great uh, collaboration. And I've always heard Travis Scott say there would be no Travis Scott without Kid Cudi. So, yeah, that that, that is true. It's perfect. That is true. I didn't even think of that. I I do remember Travis Scott saying that. Um, yeah, I I I think it's it's gonna be great uh, for those two to make it out together. The song that they put out was dope. I thought it was a little, it was a little different hearing, you know, Kid Cudi kind of in his trap bag. I thought that was a little different, but mm-hmm. I actually thought, you know, it sounded pretty good. I thought it uh, came out pretty dope, but yeah, I definitely would look forward to, are they, the name of their group, is it called the Scots? The Scots, yeah. So I think cause uh, Kid Cudi's name is what? Scott Muscutty or something like that. And then, yeah. you know, Travis Scott. So yeah, I, I was like, that's pretty genius. I like that. I like that name for a, a, a group. So that's pretty dope. Yeah, I think that would be pretty good. And I, I, I don't think either one of them are still signed to Good Music, right? Like they're both off the label. Yeah, I'm pretty. Yeah, uh, Kid Cudi left Good Music like two, three albums ago, or four albums ago, something like that. And uh, yeah, so he he's left Kanye. Even after he, even when he dropped the, uh, they dropped the Kid See Ghost album, he still wasn't signed to Kanye at that moment. So it just shows you that their relationship is pretty close, even though he wasn't even signed to Kanye and they still did an album together. So, and as far as Travis, yeah, I'm not, I don't think Travis is signed to good music. I'm not 100% sure. I don't even know what's going on if, if a good music label exists anymore, honestly. I don't even know. That's, that's a really good question. That's actually, yeah, that's actually interesting because Pusha T actually has been promoting his new label that he's been that he's been trying to start up. I think it's called like Hair Hair Weave something something Hair or something like that. <laughs> I'm not even surprised. <laughs> yeah, he already has artists that he's actually promoting. But the only reason why I ask that is because for Travis Scott and Kid Cudi album to sound amazing for me, I would need some Kanye in there. Like I would need Kanye to, to, to do some production on that. I would need him to do his, his, you know, crooning, his whining that he be doing on his song. I need him to, to add some vocals. Cause I think, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, didn't think I didn't think about that. That's a, yeah. I, I see what you mean. Cause it, it's like literally they're almost 
in the same realm when it comes to music. Like, yeah, all, like they all have this similar sound. Like Kid Cudi, Kanye, and Travis. They're they're like, I, I think what it is about them three, it's like they they make such great music. Like they're not the craziest lyricists, but their lyrics are good. Like they make great lyrics. Their beats are really good. Like production, just how they put songs together is just great. They put they put out great music. So in a way, they're all almost the same. I almost put them in this like same circle when it comes to music. Like they got really good lyrics, really good production. They're not like just crazy lyricists, but they they have really good lyrics that and they got timeless albums. Like the albums are just always good. So yeah, man, definitely. And yeah, it's like I said, man, Kid Cudi and, and Travis Scott, they're they're fruit off of Kanye's tree. I think mm-hmm. I think Kanye kind of kind of, you know, create not well, yeah, I think I think he kind of created that style of music that mm-hmm. they, I would I would say that he created that. So yeah, I'm mm-hmm. definitely looking forward to the Scots. I think that would be uh I think that's that's gonna be some dope music that's gonna come out of that. Um and that really just kind of came out of nowhere, but did you get a mm-hmm. chance to watch Travis Scott's performance on Fortnite? So I didn't get to see the Fortnite one, but I was on Instagram when uh him and, and Kid Cudi were just talking and they were playing uh playing the song or whatever. But uh, how was the how was that? Oh man, I, I was able to watch the whole thing. It was it was insane. It's 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 insane you know, just where we, just how far we've come and, and, and the things that we're able to do with technology. Um, mm-hmm. it, it, you know, I, the, the one that I watched, it was, I guess it was like, uh, the performance, um, in general, I guess, cause it was kind of like changing the frames, uh, from player to player. So I guess it was like, they just put a, a video together of a bunch of different players and then watching mm-hmm. the performance from their viewpoint, I guess. And man, it, it was dope. I mean, he he went through a couple of songs on there. He went through Sicko Mode. Uh, he did Goosebumps. He he performed the song that him and uh, Kid Cudi just put out. Um, mm-hmm. But man, like I think it, it was real dope how they were able to kind of get, you know, the the video game character to kind of mirror the movements that Travis Scott would do at an actual performance. Like it, it looked like like a real performance. Like that's how. That's how good it was, and Man, that's dope. That's so dope because it's it's awesome because it's like we're getting so much stuff out of being quarantined. Like it's so insane, like crazy music. It's it's insane. This is crazy. Yeah, man, and that that was what I was thinking of too. I was like, man, this this happened because of this this. You know, and I hate to to be insensitive. I'm sorry, to, you know, if I sound insensitive, but this quarantine is it's been great. Like for us hip hop people, it's been it's been amazing. Like it's 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 given us a lot of great content. It has. It definitely has. But yeah, I just I just thought about talking about that for a minute because I thought that was dope. I think it's crazy that Travis Scott was able to kind of get his own performance in a video game like that. That that shit is insane to me. Yeah, that that's a, that's some next level. That's a next level type of thing. But you know. I think that's the unique thing about Travis and even Kid Cudi and Kanye or whatever. They're just creatives in the way they perform and they in the way they uh, release music. They just they want to do things differently than regular artists or just artists. They don't want to be 
like other artists. They want to put it, they want to express it the way they want to express it. And, you know, they always find creative ways to do it. And I think that's why people are such big fans. It's like their minds, the way they think, like, and when they put out music is different from everybody else's. So it's it's pretty dope. Yeah, shout out to Travis Scott. Shout out to Kid Cudi. Shout out to Kanye. Yeah, um, shout out to all three of them. Those are like my some of my favorite artists of all time. Agreed. Agreed 100%. Um, I uh, was able to watch the uh, Sumi video uh, mm-hmm. from Wale. Did you get a chance to check this video out? Yes, I, I did, actually. Um, it was a really great video. It was amazing. What'd you think of it? So let me just kind of give an explanation of kind of what was going on in this video. So it was it was a it was a play on what mm-hmm. there was a such thing as black privilege, which I think I think that is genius. And we need to have mm-hmm. a conversation about Wale's genius. We'll do that in a second. Oh, but yeah, for sure. This Sumi music video, the, the song is phenomenal alone. Like the song alone is is incredible. The video is showing you what it would be like if there was a such thing as a uh, as as black privilege. So it mm-hmm. features this Caucasian man who, in the very beginning of the video, um, I thought it was really cool, like the the detail and everything that they kind of put into to showing the imagery that people don't even really notice on an everyday basis, like how they zoomed into the, the, uh, the toothpaste. And instead of there being a white family on there, there was a black family. Yeah. And when it went to the kitchen, it had a picture of uh, a black Jesus on the wall instead of a white Jesus. Mm-hmm. I noticed all of that. And, you know, so it features this, this, this white, I hate using the word white. I'm gonna say Caucasian, this Caucasian man who, um, I think he has a little brother in the video. Um, he's wearing, you know, a hoodie, like kind of resembling like what what a black person would wear. It looked like he was in a, in a impoverished neighborhood, uh, just kind of uh, showing like what it what it is to be black. But this mm-hmm. is just in a white person's eyes. Uh, so mm-hmm. he, you know, he walks down the street. Uh, he goes to the basketball court, and instead of there being a bunch of of uh, African American people at the court it's all a bunch of caucasian people at the basketball court Mm -hmm. and uh as he's getting on the train or the bus or whatever he got on he saw a sign um on the side of the street where it showed um i think it showed like an advertisement of like uh fake hair and you know uh get your butt injections or whatever and it was it was a picture of a white woman instead of a black woman Mm mm-hmm and then um, the most important part, I thought, of the whole video was when he was in the diner and the African-American man behind the counter um, was he would he would the, the Caucasian man was trying to order. But the, the African-American man was ignoring him and only helping the other African-American people that were there. Ooh. And the Caucasian man, of course, was getting frustrated, but. When it when the camera panned over, it panned over to so everybody in the diner is is African American. Everyone in there is African American, and there's a group mm-hmm. of Caucasian 
white kids that are sitting in there. And um, I don't know why I just said the word white when I say Caucasian. <laughs> that, that was so dumb. There was a group of Caucasian kids that were sitting there and uh, two African-American officers come in and they mess with the, the group of Caucasian kids. Mm-hmm. And they're basically, you know, telling them that they need to get out of the, the, the diner. And they, the, the Caucasian kids, they didn't do anything wrong. They were just sitting there minding their own business. And the, they end up telling them to get out. And Wale happens to be in there, because I guess Wale was playing himself in the video. But Wale happens to be in there, and he's filming it on his phone. Yep. So it, it's basically a video showing, like, what if there was a such thing as, uh, as black, uh, black privilege? And I kind of want Caucasian people to, to, to watch that video and just kind of see, like, this is the type of stuff that we have to deal with on a daily basis. Yeah, it's, it's crazy because... Um... Yeah, that that video was so incredible Um, down to every single detail. And, you know, I've watched multiple interviews of Wale and uh, I've listened to every Wale album and mixtape. And I just I don't understand why people haven't appreciated his genius. It's sometimes it takes years, I guess, for people to just open their eyes. But when I saw this video, I was just like. He's he's basically yelling right now, saying, "This is literally how y'all treat us, um, and this is what it's like every day to be a black person." And some people still not gonna get it after uh, after they watch it, and it's it's crazy. And I just thought it was so genius how he put it together. It was just like. Just like look at things through our eyes and see how we feel every day. Just trying to get a cup of coffee, trying to just do regular things that we wish we could do. But it's it's like things that are so simple, some stuff we can't even do. So it, it was a, it was a, an incredible video. Incredible. Yeah, and, and an incredible song. And and I do agree with what you say. There are going to be people that are going to watch this video and they're still not going to understand it. But for all the people that are out there that are not of color, you know, I just want I want I want them to watch this video and I want them to at least because to me, trying to understand that that's a step. If you yeah. don't understand, fine. And there's a lot of people out there that just don't want to understand. But trying to mm-hmm. understand yeah. is is a step. That's, you know, a, it's, that's the first step for sure. Yeah, that, that's definitely the first step. And, you know, like you said, man, like Wale has just done a lot of stuff. And, you know, I actually did this Sumi song came off of his last album. Wow, mm-hmm. that's crazy. Um, if y'all I actually had it um, as a top uh, 15 album of the year mm-hmm. last year, y'all can go check that. I did a list um, and I put that album on the list. Go check that out. Um, but that album to me um, really just kind of screamed I'm just as great as a Kendrick or a Cole or a Drake but this is what I have to do to get you guys to understand and by what I, when I'm saying this is what I have to do I mean him making the Sumi video this is what mm-hmm. I have to do to get you guys to understand and, and I feel like even with this Sumi video people are still not gonna gonna appreciate Wale and I hate to say that but I still feel like people are not going to appreciate, you know, the work that he that he's given us. 
Yeah, Wale is uh Wale honestly to me is a top five, top ten MCs right now. Like I don't understand what he has to do. It just seems like it's just he's not getting that notoriety and uh as much hype as other artists. But Wale to me is literally a top MC, top five, top ten right now. It's 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 incredible. Like it's it's insane though that people don't get it. I've, I've been rocking with Wale for years, so um, it's going to take, I don't know, sometimes it just take people a little longer to, to get on someone and uh, pause, um, like to <laughs> <laughs> to get on their music and just, uh, and you know, see the vision or whatever. Um, yeah, I don't know. It, it's just going to take a while, I guess, for some people to just actually get what Wale's doing, but. I'm here. I'm I'm hearing him. I, I see what he's doing. I hear what he's doing. And I'm going to keep following his movement because uh, Wale is really like one of the most Afrocentric artists in uh, rappers. So and, and I'm into that. That's that's my thing. Like, I, I love people that talk about the black, like being black, uh, what blacks go through every day. Um, just the life of a black person and just trying to progress as a black person and speaking for black people. So Wale is definitely a, a, a great advocate for that. So I'm a, I, I just hope people one day, they just realize what he was doing was so genius. Like I'm, I want to give him his flowers. Now he's, he's a genius to me. Yeah. 100%. And yeah, it's just like what I agree with what you just said. Uh, he's definitely somebody who's trying to get, um, you know, uh, black people uh, to come together. He's definitely spreading that message of black love and, you know, just black power. And, you know, even, even, uh, you know, he had the record on, wow, that's crazy. The black girl magic, you know, mm -hmm. you know, I remember him doing an interview saying that a lot of people would complain because he wouldn't make, you know, uh, records where he was um, congratulating the black woman. And mm -hmm. then he finally did it on this album and nobody cared. And because I think I think, you know, and numbers don't matter. Numbers don't matter. But I, I, I that's another thing that I never understood with Wale is why his albums don't. Because I think he's he's frustrated. I know he's not going to say it, but I know that he's frustrated with his sales, with his album sales. Um, mm -hmm. his, his album sales don't translate. You know, to because he he has very very big records. He had the record with Jeremiah on the last album. That's another thing too. Niggas need to start respecting Wale because he 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 lets fl hits fly. Like he be coming out with hits like out of nowhere. Like this dude. Oh yeah. This dude just be throwing hits out there, and and the numbers they just don't translate. So I really I understand Wale's frustration. Um, you know, mm -hmm. he he talked about a lot of stuff on that Sumi record. It's not just um you know, the, the issues within the black community, but he's also talking about, you know, him being frustrated with this label situation and things like that. So, man, the only thing that I can say is just, I hope, you know, people appreciate Wale, you know, like you said, Wale's here, give him his flowers. Now he did, he did the album a couple of albums back with Seinfeld. I feel like that album didn't get, you know, the respect that it should have gotten. Um, I like the shine album a lot. And that's a great album. I love that album. Yeah, I really like that Shine album. So, I mean, he has the ability to make 
great records and great music. We just need to find a way to let like to just to you know put people on game, man. Like Wale is that dude, man. He really is. I, I just I just don't get why why people are just not putting him up there as top M, like a top MC. So I, I don't know. And uh he's he's one of those people uh he's still on my bucket list to see uh live. I need to see him live uh for a concert, you know. Of course when all of this stuff goes down, COVID nineteen stuff, but he's definitely one of those people I wanna see live and I would love to meet uh I would love to meet him. He just seems like a great person and uh yeah, I'm yeah, it's it's just gonna take time, I guess, for some people. They I, it might be like ten years from now where somebody actually realized like Wale was up there with the Kendricks and the Coles and the Drakes, but uh, I I think he's just as good. I really do. You know, you know what's crazy? So for me, I don't know if it's just me that does this, but I kind of break my rappers down into tiers. So of course you have Drake, Cole, and Kendrick that are on the first tier, and mm-hmm. then on the second tier you have guys like Meek, Big Sean. Um, and then a lot of people, interestingly, place Wale in that third tier of rappers. Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> yeah, man, in that third tier of rappers. So I was just wondering, because I, I, I place Wale in that second tier. Um, where yeah, where do you? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, where do, you, where do you place him? Do you place him in that second tier as well? Uh, you know, that's kind of hard. Um... Yeah, and I it guess would probably it, it would probably be more of the second tier, but I don't know. It's it's like sometimes when I hear Wale, I, I sometimes I get as good of a feeling as I do with Kendrick. Sometimes, I mean, people don't want to, you know, people will say he'll never be as good as Kendrick, blah blah blah, or whatever. But I don't know. It's like it, it goes back and forth between the first tier and the second tier sometimes for me with Wale. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess for me, I put him in the second tier, I guess, because when I'm looking at tiers, I'm not only just looking at ability. I'm looking at ability. I'm looking at um, numbers. I'm looking at um, accolades. I'm looking at influence. I'm looking at all that type of stuff. And I guess for me, when I think of tier one, I'm thinking Drake, Kendrick and Cole, because obviously they are the at, at the top of the pyramid when it comes to, you know, just today's generation of hip-hop they are they are the yeah. three guys that everyone looks at and they're they're just at the top so yeah, yeah. and yeah, you know what I, I i agree i i can definitely say if we're talking uh the tier or whatever i he would probably go in the second one but he to me he's just as good as like the drakes and the coles and the kendrick they just don't recognize them as such as far as influence as far as uh, record sales it's like his record sales and stuff is not as big or whatever but i feel like lyrically he can he's in that circle yeah yeah i i agree with that i, I definitely think he can he can definitely rap next to those guys <clears throat> excuse me i just think a lot of people don't um well i'm not gonna say a lot of people i'm gonna say damn to everybody because i feel like people don't respect his craft the way they should Mm-hmm. But we got to get that to change, man. Y'all gotta, y'all gotta, uh, you know, get in, get into Wale, get into uh, Wale's catalog a little bit more. I want everybody that's listening to this to go check out. Uh, wow, that's crazy. Uh, mm-hmm. That was f- 
phenomenal dope album. It was one of my favorite albums, like I said, that came out last year. Um, you know, I feel like that album didn't get talked about enough. Um, there's a, there's a lot of, a lot of great stuff on that album. So I want everybody to go check that out. And yeah, man, Wale, you know, you know, salute to Wale, man. Yeah. Straight salute. Uh, Sumi is a, a genius video and a great song. So definitely shout out and respect to Wale for sure. Yeah. Respect to Wale. <sighs> so, uh, moving forward, it seems, it seems like this, uh, Instagram live battle is just going to continue to go. So the next, the next up that I saw um, that's about to happen is the Diddy and Dre. Mm. Ooh, that's so, gonna be that's gonna be crazy. I'm just gonna go ahead and ask you, who do you think is gonna come out on top of this one? Oh, okay. So, man. So one, so a part of me wants to say Dre, but I think it might be Diddy. Yeah, man, it, it's Diddy. Diddy has done a lot of stuff, man, and and see that's that's what I that's what I was thinking about with uh, the Timberland battle when he went against Swiss Beats. Now you know, again, I'm a Swiss Beats guy, but it it goes a long way whenever you have worked. And or, or dabbled in a bunch of different genres, and Diddy has dabbled in pretty much everything. So yeah, exactly, and, and when it comes to Dre, I think Dre is just strictly hip hop. So uh, Dre is just strictly hip hop, and I don't, I don't know, I don't know if 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 Dre is going to be able to 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 do it with with just the Chronic man. Like Dre is going to have to really. I mean. I guess if he, you know, pulled out some of his game stuff and uh, don't NWA, I, he probably he probably pulled out some NWA, maybe some game, some Eminem, some Snoop. Yeah, uh, yeah, he got some stuff. He Drake got Kendrick, you know, Kendrick. Yeah, he definitely got some stuff with Kendrick. But whatever he, whatever you do, Dre, if you're listening, you're not listening. But if you are listening, do not pull out that Nas is coming. <laughs> do not do that oh, man that was not your best moment but um mm. no yeah you're right i think i think he could he could definitely uh do some snoop stuff uh but diddy man diddy diddy has has jay-z stuff of course he has mary j Blige stuff he has biggie he got a, so much biggie biggie stuff lil kim stuff i mean man i don't know i don't know mm. i think I think it's gonna be a close one, but just looking off of the the optic of it, I'm I'm going Diddy. I'm going Diddy. Yeah, I'm thinking I'm thinking it might be Diddy. We we just gotta wait and see, but the way it's looking, it, it looking like it it's looking like it might be Diddy. Yeah, man. So and then um, I think you had mentioned to me Bone Thugs and Three Six Mafia, right? Yeah, that's uh that's actually happening uh this week actually. Oh tomorrow, man, tomorrow actually. So I, I, you know, one thing that I kind of wanted to to ask about that about these uh live battles, are we going off of? Because I, I, this started out as as more of like, not this particular situation with the with the Instagram stuff, but these battles originally started as beat battles. So are we still? 
looking at them as beat battles or are we doing it hit battles? Which mm. which way are we going? That's that's a good question. Um because when I was uh doing listening to the DJ Premier and Rizzle one, I was kind of looking at that one more like a like a beat battle because then them beats were were crazy. Yeah, I think we were I think we were going more so on beats. But uh I guess it's whatever angle we want to do it, like like whatever angle we want to like talk about it. Like, do we want to talk about the hits? Do we want to talk about the, just the production? I guess it's just however we're feeling about the that current or whoever's going against each other. So um because I guess with, with Bone Thugs and Harmony versus Three Six Mafia, I guess you would go off of hits, I'm guessing. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, and that, that's what I was thinking about with this one. So yeah, the Bone Thugs and Three Six Mafia, that's definitely gonna have to be hits. And I really don't see Bone Thugs coming out on top of Three Six Mafia, because Three Six Mafia kind of they influence like a whole a whole like a whole uh, shit. Like they I don't know, man. Like their their influence goes pretty yeah. far. It's it's pretty big. It's pretty big. So that that's gonna be real, real interesting to see. Um, mm-hmm. I was a, I was a huge Bone Thugs and Harmony fan whenever I was younger. I was I was on Bone Thugs and Harmony hard. Um, I I you know I, I I'm not gonna sit here and make it seem like I was a, a huge Three Six Mafia fan. I do fuck with Three Six Mafia. I wasn't a huge fan of their music, but I definitely know you know every like what they've contributed to the culture. So I, I would never ever like you know, say anything to disrespect 36 Mafia. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And you know what's so crazy about uh, Bone Thugs and Harmony? For years, I didn't know uh, that was uh, Easy es doing. I didn't know he that that was the group that he brought out. Like, I didn't know that for years. Oh, yeah, man. If you remember, um, what was the movie? Uh, Straight Outta Compton. Yeah. Um, he When he was uh, on his deathbed, he gave the tape to uh, I think did he give it to Dre? Yeah, he gave it to Dre. He gave it to Dr. Yeah, Dre. Yeah, I think it was Dre. He gave it to Dre and said, "I want you to check this out." Now I don't know if it if it actually went like that, but um, yeah, I I, I think he he took he had a a pretty a pretty big hand in uh you know getting Bone Thugs Harmony uh, to be to be what we know them as. But yeah, man, that that's that's gonna be interesting. The Diddy and Diddy and uh, Dre is definitely going to be interesting, and I just hope that we see a lot, a lot of more, a lot more come out of this. You know, I, I really want to see Just Blaze get in there. Um, Ooh, I, Just Blaze, man. Yeah, I want to see Just Blaze in there. But the one person that I'm waiting for somebody to challenge is Pharrell. Oh, oh, I don't know how that's going. Oh my gosh, that's going to be crazy. I need I need one of you people to get froggy and jump and challenge Pharrell. They probably don't want to do it. Pharrell is insane, man. Like Pharrell is just he got hits for days. He has some of the greatest beats. At one point, I think they said he had produced like 80% of the radio. Like like I guess when it came to uh pop, hip hop on RB. Um so yeah, Pharrell is just—he's insane, man. I—I I, I wonder who's gonna who's gonna who's gonna challenge him. I don't know. They—they they better they better come with come with some good music. Uh, they better have a lot of hits on their hands. So that's gonna be a little. It's gonna be a hard. It's gonna be a hard competition to to go against Pharrell. I don't know. 
I'm I'm really just I'm really trying to think. Um, I don't I don't know. I mean, it, the only people that I could think of would be Timberland or Swiss Beats that could that's, that could go up those against. The, those are the only people that really came to my mind. Was like maybe Timberland. I was like that that might be. I don't know. That's that's hard. Yeah, man, that's a difficult one. I I really a lot of people were saying that they wanted to see Pharrell versus Kanye. Oh. Okay, that, that that might be a battle right there. I, I definitely think it would be a battle, but I, I I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know what Kanye. I mean, Kanye has a, has a lot of shit, but it's Pharrell, man. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, that's. Oh yeah, I don't know. That that would be interesting to see. Kanye yeah. versus Pharrell. Hmm. Yeah, yeah that, I, would be interesting. that would be interesting. I want to see Kanye get in there with somebody. I really want to see him get it. I don't care who it is. I, just, I really just want to see Kanye. Because, again, going back to what I said in the last, uh, in, in episode two, this really, these battles have really shown, like, how how much these guys have contributed to the culture. Like, it's, it's, it's insane. Oh, yeah. So much music. So many projects. So many things you didn't even know that they were a part of until, I don't know, until you, like, wait for the battle you'd be like wait a minute i didn't realize they were working with this person or this person so yeah they they've contributed a lot a lot to the culture like kanye pharrell timberland swiss dr dre diddy it's it just goes on and on like it's us like majority like of the hip-hop majority of like all of these hits it's insane yeah yeah man so i, I you know Thank you, thank you, coronavirus, for making this all happen. We've uh, we've got some great, great content these past couple of weeks. Um, I just wanted to touch on uh, real quick before we kind of, you know, close this out. Um, I just saw that Meg The Stallion and Beyonce collaborated together. Yes, I did. I I actually heard the song. Did you hear? It? No, I haven't got a chance to listen to it yet, but I'm gonna make sure to go listen to it as soon as we get off of of here. Yeah, but, man. Uh, uh, Beyonce snap, bro. I I was not expecting that. I, was, I mean, I expected it, but she snap snap. I was just like, okay. Oh man, so that man I, that makes me more excited. And and you know, shout out to both of them because you know they're both from Houston. Uh, so Texas, Texas yeah, won. Texas, yeah, let's go. Texas won today, so. When you say she's snapping on it, is she singing or is she? Did she have like a verse? Did Jay Z write a verse for her? She sung in rap. Oh shit! All yeah, right. so it's yeah. Right, go check it out. All right, so we're we're getting uh, go uh, go talk to Becky with the good hair, Beyonce. That's what we're getting. Huh? <laughs> yeah, I guess you could say we got her. Oh shit! All right, well, shout out to Meg Thee Stallion. Shout out to Queen B. Uh, I'm gonna definitely go. Go check that record out, but I think that covered everything. Did we miss anything? Uh, I don't think so, man. I think we pretty much covered all our topics. Uh, I think, yeah, I think that was everything. That was, man, that was a great conversation, man. All right, man. So I'm gonna go ahead and wrap this up. I appreciate everybody for coming out and listening to episode four of the TNT podcast. Once again, at the beginning of the podcast, I did say stay in the house. So I hope y'all stay in the house, stay healthy. Um, we don't want to lose anybody else to this coronavirus. Um, once again, uh, you know, prayers go out to Scarface. 
You know, we we, we don't want to lose Scarface. Scarface is one of my favorite MCs. Uh, rest in peace to Fred the Godson. Um, yeah, everybody just stay healthy. Yeah, man. Likewise, like Tim was saying, just stay healthy. Uh, be safe. Take all preliminary precautions uh, to stay safe. And uh, yeah, peace and love and God bless.